It takes money. Russell with you. See ya. They're gonna be smelling candy. Is that an expression? <laughs> no, I didn't throw it at a deer. Why would I throw it at a deer? Well, I didn't know. You, you, I assume you didn't know he was there. We reenacted the Elephant Man as a Christmas holiday <laughs> tradition. If you've got command of an ant army, what else are you gonna do with it? Away, Sebo! Away, Sebo. Insane ramblings. Insane ramblings, indeed! You're back to our very first episode of our old show. <laughs> <laughs> By first episode, you mean the 52nd episode? Yeah. A very surreptitious episode, if you will. It's very hard to introduce the idea of being the first show of your old show. Well, the first show back <laughs> after a long hiatus, yeah. I believe, is what you were probably trying to oh, spout out. Oh, we hiated. But did we? Oh, yes, so we if, did. <laughs> well, Insane Ramblings has been on a break, but it's not like we haven't been doing anything. We've done more shows than ever in the last year. That is true. So we're now back in the format of Insane Ramblings once again. Yeah, that... That very tight format that yes. we've stuck so strictly to over the past few years. I would have no I would have been um sure that you guys noticed that we were completely different in our other roles. Yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, if if you are confused, if you last listened to us on episode fifty one of Insane Ramblings, uh stop right now. You've got a whole bunch of stuff to catch up on. Yes, that's right. You've got a whole year's worth of prop shows all that you're missing out on. There's several get serials to go through, then Two more seasons of Prop Shozel and even a couple Planet of the Apes that we guest starred on. <laughs> so uh, if you go to the episode list of uh, InsaneRamblings.net... Planet of the Apes being like a intellectual current affairs program. Sort of. It sounds if, like we were in like the musical or something. I definitely did my best to drag the intellectual levels down. I did tell that, but I was like, this is my one chance to be smart. Let me free. <laughs> you were making it the Planet of the Apes and I was the other ape that was like, no... Let me be free of these shackles of apedom. <laughs> what Planet of the Apes movie are you referring to? Uh, the newest one. It's starring me and you. Oh, okay. Well, you were dragging me back down with the apes, but I was trying to rise above. You were like um, the smarter ape. Yeah, I was like, ape, peace for all. Ape, peace for all. And you just dragged me back into the mob. I was like that ape in that James Franco movie. The planet of the rise of the planet of the apes. Yes. Yeah, what what James Franco movie could I possibly be thinking of? The one with him and the ape. I didn't know. On some kind of planet. I just knew it had an ape and James Franco in it because I only ever saw the previews. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funnily enough, yeah. I was referencing... So that's the the Planet of the Apes movie I'm talking about, Ben. (laughs) Okay, well, glad we... Didn't think I had one up my sleeve, did you? You clearly didn't. Oh, yes, I did. You didn't even know the title of it. Yeah, well, I led the horse to water and he drank. Am I the horse now? Mm-hmm. And my excellent inferences are the water. I see. Or the poisoned Kool-Aid, if you will. And you will. <laughs> it's, it's a, a horse isn't the worst thing I've been called in recent times, so I'll accept it. What is the worst thing you've been called in recent times? Um, not 100% the best person ever. <laughs> I mean, anything <laughs> below that. That's a harsh insult, to be fair. Oh, uh, well, when you're as high standard as me. I was me. like, I just called you a monkey pulling me back to the other monkeys. Mm. So you were... An inferior monkey and then a horse. (laughs) (laughs) I go by many names. (laughs) Most of them animal-based, apparently. They help you slip by unnoticed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm very stealthy like that. No one suspects the monkey. That's why I keep telling people, which doesn't help me go unnoticed. No, I would say if you were a monkey saying no one suspects the monkey, that is suspicious. (laughs) So perhaps drop that from the repertoire. Again, Planet of the Apes, talking monkeys, it all comes back around. (laughs) 
shit, I had a point here that I was going to... I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> That'd be a first. Yeah. Glad to see after a year of radio experience where still uh, ambling on just as much as usual. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we did sneak back into the old studio. We are currently in a sur- very surreptitious episode because we have snuck back in to the old studio, which Ben is actually banned from due to his old age. Oh, old age, not my uh, obnoxious things I said on radio. No. <laughs> he finally aged out of something, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right before I got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen uh, as often as I might like. But uh, if you're listening to this, don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This is a secret between us and the listeners. No, I think this could work if I'm um, guest starring on Vicky's podcast. That's right. Well, we're trying to see how trustworthy our listeners are. So this is our opportunity. So as soon as this... Uh, if someone squeals, we'll know. If this goes up online and they're like, Ben was 26, that's too old for Sin's, uh, you know, Sin's... What is it? Presenters? <laughs> Sin's editing suite? Then, uh, yeah. So the p- point is here... His old, wrinkled, gnarly hands might ruin our equipment. If, if you want more insane ramblings... Don't let anyone in on the That's secret. Right. That no I'm... one wants to be friends with a tattler. So this is we're laying a trap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you'll just be punishing yourself. You won't get more episodes. And... No, we'll punish you as well. Don't you worry about that. Oh, how so? <laughs> Physically or? I don't know. I said, don't you worry about that. Maybe we let me worry about that. Play mind games with them. <laughs> you'll punish yourself, and we will also punish you. But we will worry about the punishment. Well, as long as someone's being punished, I'm confused, but I'll take your lead. It'll be us in the end. <laughs> what we're trying to say is if you squeal, we'll get punished. So. Damn, that sounds about right. But I did listen to... Uh, Why is it that the police are called the pigs if the criminals are doing the squealing? Because usually mm, they're quite fat, me that. I guess, is like the stereotypical you know, fat cop. So how come your informant isn't the piglet? I don't think the criminals are thinking this one uh, and then so deep. And then the mob boss is Winnie the Pooh. What, because he's like the sidekick to Piglet? Because <laughs> he's like big and fat. Oh, and okay. Piglet is his sidekick. And Piglet squeals. I'm, I'm trying to like paint this picture. Start again. So the mob boss is Winnie the Pooh. Yes. <laughs> if we're going for the hierarchy. Yeah. Piglet is what, the, the informer. The informant, because he squeals. And then what are the cops? I don't know. I don't know. Other people say they're pigs, but I'm not sure why they're pigs since someone else is doing all the squealing. They're different kind of pigs. (laughs) Maybe they're mole rats. Mole rats? Yes. What does that mean? Because they're they're quite quiet, really. Nobody wants to hear the cops, otherwise they'll blow their cover. So mole rats are, like, really quiet and can't open their eyes in the light. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Naturally, analogous to the police force. Yeah, yeah. Quite similar in in that regard. Uh, yes. Probably not the best criminal. I don't know. What's a really quiet animal that lays in wait? That's a terrifying idea. Don't tell me. Otherwise, I'll have a new phobia. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, presumably, there's a lot of them, like a panther or something. With, yeah. Like anything that stalks its prey. I guess so. I don't know. I like mole rat. But if you're a criminal. Because tra- a panther wouldn't wait for a pig to come and give you the news. So you want something that preys on pigs No, stealthily. something that like would happily accept infor- information from a pig. So do you want a farm animal because uh, maybe? they're hanging out together? Know. Or see, do you I could want to go it. back to the Winnie the Pooh analogy is just <sighs> a tiger is like, you know, best nah. friends with a pig. I can see piglet squealing to a naked mole rat. That's why I went down that Could track. you? Yes. I feel
feel like the naked mole rat would accept information from a pig, but a panther would be too haughty for that kind of business. What does a panther like need a, with a pig's a information? A panther doesn't have time for, like, hey, panther, I've got some... <laughs> I got the hot lead on this criminal investigation. Like, no, no, Piglet. I don't got time for that. I'm well across this crime on my own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, don't you worry about me. I've got this covered. I'm stealthily stalking the night in my black overcoat. <laughs> I see. Well, uh, I think Elisa Panther sounds like it has a better chance of catching any criminal than a than naked, a naked mole, rat. mole rat. I don't know, because naked mole rats could, like, all get together like the police. See, one police officer on his own is probably useless. Ugh, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, keep this analogy going. But one panther on its own is quite frightening. Yeah. But so how you many think police I've... officers are like, I'll single-handedly take down this mob? But I think, like, if I was chased by a, one mole rat... Yeah. I would still not be like it would have to be. What if you were chased by like twenty? Yeah, it would have to be up there. Like it'd have to be twenty mole rats <laughs> well, to intimidate how me many at all. Police officers would intimidate you. I Why guess, don't we talk about the police so much? I guess. I guess again, I shouldn't be compare it to me. It should be compare it to a pig, supposedly, right? No. How many mole rats intimi- <laughs> do you need to intimidate you a Winnie pig? Winnie the Pooh. Probably not that many. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect analogy. <laughs> Why we're still on the internet, I'll never know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is why we're not on radio anymore. That's for sure. (laughs) I I was um, going back to listen to a couple of our old shows to put together the intro for Mm -hmm. today's podcast for the first time in a while. And so I thought I'd mix in a few clips from our last radio show and our last Insane Ramblings, that kind of thing. And uh, the Insane Ramblings, because it's been about, I think, six months or so since our last episode longer and so I was trying to remember well we did some between prop shows or seasons ah we did too yes yeah so I was trying to tide you over it it, it had been long enough that I'd completely forgotten what we were talking about in those episodes (laughs) and just clicking for me that's like a day yeah you don't you don't need any time we (laughs) I remember going over um our show notes for the last uh Prop shows or episode with Vicky, mm. and I was reciting a few of the things that we're talking about, and she was like, "What's that?" And I had to explain <laughs> like every single one of them to her. But I was listening to it and just clicking through on you know iTunes or whatever, and uh, we'd say something weird. I have to backtrack a few minutes to work out what we're talking I'm about. Like, what is this? It was like I was doing the memento of podcasts, <laughs> where I listened to our show in reverse. <laughs> It, it held up quite nicely in oh, reverse, but it was like even more confusing than it's already uh, is. You know, <laughs> so I apologise if uh, anyone's listening to this one in reverse and's got absolutely no idea what's yes, going on. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so Gandalf and Benjamin Button. No, <laughs> is it Merlin? He lives his life backwards. Oh right. <laughs> I guess similar to Gandalf, but you yeah. did lose me there. <laughs> Sorry, Merlin and Benjamin Button. Our apologies. Yeah, you can't. Hopefully, just... you will age down to our previous shows. You can't just substitute any bearded wizard in that reference. No, <laughs> you can't. I don't think Gandalf lives his life backwards, does he? No, but no. he does die and get reborn as you know different Gandalfs. <laughs> I think it just happens at once. Well, it's, like, it's not like he comes back as several guys. <laughs> okay, but I meant he, got, he comes back as what, Gandalf, Gandalf the, White. the White from when he is Gandalf the Grey originally. Well, I don't think he actually, Does he die or does he just, like, fight a Balrog? He definitely disappears off screen for an extended <laughs> period of time. That's not what happens. 
Yes. So any character who's not in the movie for a while is dead to you. Probably. Like, if they come back and, uh, you know, have a new hat on, I was like, oh, he got regenerated with a new hat. Check out that new shirt. Yeah. Was... I want to get regenerated in that shirt. <laughs> You told me before the show that you had an amazing story. That you I have the me. most amazing story. I don't know if it's going to be as good if you don't know the people involved. Well, I'm glad you're qualifying this one because the last time you said you had the best story ever. It was amazing. What do you mean? We wasted 10 minutes talking about how, how good, the story, good was. the story was before we even started to talk Yeah, but it held up to the hype, I feel. <laughs> okay, but this one you're... You're going to rank slightly below that then. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you don't just tell the best story ever with no lead-in. But I, I suspect maybe, well, I, let's, we can't recap this again. No, I'm just saying, you can't just be like, I've got the best story ever and then tell it. There's no tease. You need uh, tease. All right, well, uh, have we teased this adequately? Oh, yeah, this isn't even that great. <laughs> it's barely <laughs> broadcast-worthy. <laughs> well, a friend of ours, his brother, got in trouble at work for doing something stupid, right? Okay. So they went home to tell their mum. So Why would they even like dob themselves in? No, that they were more seeking commiseration. Oh, uh, he wasn't like, I'm going to go tattle on myself. Yeah. I'm going to go squeal to my own mum. Okay. No. <laughs> he was like... Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't know why I think... Like, I guess I feel like I'm back in school yeah, or something. Yeah, I was like, like I, I don't think that's prince, how it works The principal anymore. told me that I had, to, uh, I had to tell you what I did bad today. <laughs> that's right. I think... Post high school, your parents are more there for supporting you. Yeah, my boss. <laughs> Not catching you out. My boss is uh, going to have a, a phone call to you later, mum. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> mum, the principal, the principal, the boss wanted to know if you signed my diary. <laughs> <laughs> so he went home to tell his sister, our friend, and their mum, so a woman who's in her late 50s now, I would say, okay. somewhere in her 50s, about what had happened at work. And he's like, oh, it's such a dumb thing to do. I can't believe I made such a huge mistake. I was just on a lot of stress. It was so dumb. And so she's like, well, I will tell you the dumbest thing I've un- ever done under stress if you want to know. Like, it'll make you feel a lot better. Do it, Does it matter what this guy did? Like, is that a good story? I don't even know what it oh, is. Okay. And I don't think it was a great story. So his mum said, well, I can, you know, make you feel better by telling you, our friend's mum, by telling you what I did when I was, you know, back at your age, yeah. at my first job. And so he was like, yep, yeah, okay, what happened? Okay, so she was driving to work one morning in a early 20s, I imagine. It was her first day on this job. So she was sort of running a bit late. So she was going to be there just on time if she hurried, right? So she was speeding and the cops saw her and tried to get her to pull over. And so she led the cops on a high-speed chase <laughs> to her work because it was her first day at work and she didn't want to leave a bad impression by being late. And she knew the cops were tailing her, obviously. Yeah. So but- she went on a high-speed chase and then like was... So not thinking about anything except for being late to work. She They caught her when she parked in her car park and her boss and the head of the company were all there as the cops were like, what were you doing? <laughs> She's like, I made it on time, guys. I made it on time. Yeah. I just have to take care of this first. And that was her first day at work. That's quite the impression that you're going to make. <laughs> That's an amazing story. So she didn't think if I pull over and deal with the cops now, like she's, she's like, Okay, I'll get to work and deal with them. Was that her no, plan? No, she was I like, guess? shit, I just need to get there on time. So I'm going to try and lose these cops. Oh, she actually wanted to yeah, lose them. She was on a high speed chase with them. Yeah, I, I gathered that, but it doesn't necessarily mean that she was trying to ditch them. Like, no. I didn't know how many crimes she was intending to break this morning. No, she was just trying to ditch them. So she's like, shit, I don't have time for these cops. I'll just ditch them so I can be on time to work. 
and uh, evidently she's not that great at high speed. Uh, <laughs> no, she got she, busted when she stopped the car at work. <laughs> so what, did she get in trouble by the cops? Like, assume she at least got a fine or something. I think but... she got a fine, but surprisingly, I don't think she got in that much trouble because I haven't heard of her having been in prison. Yeah, you, you would think that that would be a story we would have heard by yeah, now. Yeah, especially, yeah, by this time. We've all known this girl since we were 11, so I'd be very surprised. You've known her your whole life. So I'd be very surprised if you didn't know that her mum had been in prison for, like, culpable driving or something. Mm, I admire her ambition to uh, get there on time. I thought it was a pretty amazing story. I was like, that's crazy. (laughs) Who would do that? But, like, she continued to work at this place for a while after Oh, yeah, for, like, ten years. It's, uh, it's, you know, probably not. I think surprisingly few consequences, like... Yeah, maybe the cops were just really bored. Yeah, I just think for like, such well, a big crime... Us, you gave us an excuse to go on a high-speed chase. We've been waiting for this for years. <laughs> we were waiting for Piglet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to come by and squeal <laughs> in Especially, the meantime. do you know how many uh, blind mole rats that, <laughs> that had to suffer for this accident? <laughs> you should be more careful. We shouldn't be on the road. <laughs> we can't open our eyes in the sunlight. Yeah, it's a tough existence as it is. You at least provided some joy. <laughs> exactly. But uh, one of the things that we've been talking about on the show in the past was uh, my dad's trip to Europe. Oh, this is so great. We were just at a and a with uh, Jesse Eisenberg and he was talking about... Um, Who was doing the uh, Q's and the A's? Yeah, no, he was just doing the A's. Oh, okay. The audience was doing the So the traditional way yes. of question and answer. <laughs> there was no, yeah, it would have been very uncomfortable if he was doing the cues and the audience was doing the A's. I know, could shake it up a bit. I don't know, it reminds me of John Edwards or something. Like, I'm getting, is there a Ben? A B? <laughs> is there a Beatrice in mm. the audience? Tell me about the last king of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> would be quite the coincidence if Beatrice happened to have information <laughs> on the king. Well, she might not. That's the thing. That's the, the risk of the other way Q&A. He doesn't know I, anything about us. That's why John Edwards is the pro. Exactly. He, he takes those risks and has them pay off. But so, the thing is, if the, that's why the Q&A has to go the traditional way because we know things about Jesse Eisenberg, but he's got, not, he's got to text Bongo or something. <laughs> well, to, <laughs> each and every person. To be fair, no one in the audience asked him about the kings of Europe. No, because we knew he wasn't an expert on it, but he's got no idea well, what we're experts we, on. We assumed... I mean, Ooh. how do you know if you don't we ask? We did make an ass of you and me. So to clarify, we saw... We made his, an ass of Q&A. We saw mm. his new movie, Now You See Me. Me. I almost stumbled there and said, Now You See It. <laughs> the, the classic 90s children show. Yeah, I, I get my uh, Hollywood blockbusters and Australian kids game shows <laughs> so easily mixed up. Look that up on the internet <laughs> if you've got a few minutes. I don't even think that that's one of those things that's like pre-internet. Sent mole rats blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, one of those things that like the blockhead people and the yada da da baby. It just doesn't exist online because not. no one even cares about now. You see it anymore. But anyhow, we saw his new film and we went to Q&A with him. Yeah, he was talking after the film. I can't remember why I brought this up. I was going to segue into Philip's epiphanies. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Because he was saying that he was told he wasn't to stretch before going on these big chase scenes that they do in the film. Much like my dad's approach to walking the Camino Trail in Europe. Yeah, so I thought your dad might feel quite the honour knowing that Hollywood actors were also taking the same advice he was taking when it came to um, athletic feats. Yeah, exercise 
don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't prepare in any way or stretch or exercise beforehand. Yeah, yeah, that'll work out for you, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, we've mentioned that he was walking about 800 kilometres in Spain recently and yes. uh, quite the feat regardless, uh, but he wasn't the kind of person to walk anywhere up until this point, so a bit of a surprise to our family <laughs> at least. He used to roll around on his knees everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he had a yeah, Segway scooter that <laughs> yeah. he's been addicted to for yeah, the last a couple of, of years. click-wheel knee braces. I did, I did <laughs> suspect for a while that someone had just stolen his iPad because I taught him how to use it before he left. Like, he bought an iPad for this trip, you know. Yes. And it's one of those things where I was telling uh, some relatives this and I guess they had been backpacking it through uh, Australia. Right. And they were always annoyed at the people who they would meet at the hostels and that kind of thing. And they would have all these gadgets like laptops and iPods and iPads. It's like, you're not a real backpacker. You've got to be slumming it. And so uh, they... Backpackers aren't homeless. I think like <laughs> the way they saw it is you've got to live on a budget. And that budget shouldn't include high-tech gadgets. Yeah, from... but it doesn't mean you used to live on a budget. Well, in my dad's case, uh, it clearly doesn't. But I can see, like, backpacking is more of a thing that you'd probably do in your 20s right. if you had to select the average backpacking age. True. And he's over 50 now. and So So it... he doesn't care about fitting in. Well, <laughs> I, I suspect he probably didn't care about that in his 20s, to be honest. <laughs> Living in the Israeli desert. Well, that was one story that we told where he learned to like olives. Yes, true story. <laughs> but it's probably hard to care about fitting in when you live in the Israeli desert. So, uh, uh, you know, that gives you a glimpse into the man that is Philip Moore, I suspect. True, but we're going to get some more glimpses because mm. um, while he was away, using Wait, the well, power of the iPad... Yeah, so to finish off my point, it was... Uh, like he's one of those guys that he's very abrasive to technology. Like if you, he's abrasive to it. <laughs> That's a sentence, right? No, I'm just amused that that means that technology is like, oh, <laughs> our day at the office. Oh no, not Philip again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel he was like sitting right next to me. <laughs> That's the way the way I feel when I'm trying to show him how to use. So what technology. you're trying to say is he's abrasive to you. Via the the medium of technology, he's not one to adapt new tech, ad, adopt new technology. So it? new technology is the medium, yeah, through which he conveys the madness upon you. But usually he doesn't. You're even the get wood, that far. and new technology is the sandpaper, and he's the carpenter. Sure. <laughs> if I can just agree, will that stop this analogy? Okay, you're the rock. Mm. New technology is the waterfall. Okay. And he's the river, slowly wearing you down throughout time. He would love to be a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an obsession with waterfalls. Does he? Have you not heard about this? No. Oh, time out for a minute. Let's yeah. go on a waterfall tangent. Okay. You know that TLC song? Yeah. He loves that. No way, no, does he? No, he doesn't like any oh. popular music. <laughs> I was very surprised. Yeah. When you would say he likes that song, that would make it probably his favourite song. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> song that he likes. No, uh, <laughs> he probably is unfamiliar with the works of TLC. I would say so, but how do you? If he was aware that there was a song about waterfalls, he I would should, I should seek it out and find, be disappointed. Um, yeah, a single of it and uh, just put it on constant loop and see if he actually uh, reacts it would, to it in any way. I think that would put him off. He wouldn't like it. It's offering him counterintuitive advice for the life of Philip. That's true. It said, "Don't go, don't chasing, go chasing waterfalls." waterfalls. He would. He chases waterfalls <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> that song was not about my dad. No, it probably was addressed to your dad, but he's not listening. Yeah, yeah, he um, he wasn't tuned into popular culture enough to take TLC's advice. No, that's right. The original was "Don't ch- go chasing waterfalls in brackets." Philip. Philip. Yeah, in the nineties, they loved to put brackets around songs, so that would make sense. <laughs> but they decided to drop it after they wanted to appeal to someone who would listen. <laughs> It, it got a few uh, Which is awkward, anyone else. <laughs> awkward uh, back announcements on radio. Everyone was confused, so they just let it go after a while. Well, no, I just feel like don't appeal to the one person who's not going oh, to listen to you. Oh, you think that's a limited audience? Well, extremely limited. It's like tailoring, I don't know, a painting to a blind man. That's true. Or like, some he, kind he's of not going mole to appreciate. rat, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a night painting. Oh, I see. <laughs> but he's not going to appreciate it, so may as well go for qual- quantity over quality. Fair if your point. quality is getting Philip's attention, you're not going to get it. You're not going to do it through a pop song. No, that is for sure. Sure. <laughs> Might as well paint it on a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so no, to... to Paint this picture. Which picture are we painting? What his? Well, I'm getting to the waterfalls. But oh, I wanna, okay, yeah. His, his kind of music that he that appeals to him is the girl from Ipanema. I think that's his favorite <laughs> song. Is it? Yeah. If, if I had to, if we were on some kind of dating game, yeah. Wow, that would be really weird. I'm, I'm trying. Not to, right. I, I'm tr- I'm thinking of the wrong thing. What's that? Like I do, I do. When newlyweds or like I guess couples to be, like they've got to try and win. Their uh, wedding. Oh, that's really weird. You should not be doing that with your dad. No, I'm. But I'm saying. Please like, don't do that with your dad. If, just say my mum and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll is, just have the bed of this running underneath, shall we? This is my dad's favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what were you going to say? If you're on a dating show about your dad, which would be weird and wrong. Yeah. So I think I do. I do is probably the best, the closest so, game yes, show. Yes, but it's where, a father and son version. Again, we're going. We're pulling some '90s references here, <laughs> where uh, the the goal is you'd get a series of couples. Right. And they would have to bone up on information about the other. I wish you'd just stop being so inappropriate. I just said bone up. That's yeah, a legitimate I know, but expression. It's you and your dad. I'm not talking about no me one and my says dad. Bone up, talking about their dad. I was talking about hypothetically my right. mum and my dad. Oh, well, you should have got to that earlier. I did. You were just queuing up weird songs. <laughs> so your mum and your dad are on a newlyweds show. Yeah, if they were on I Do, I Do, and it was one of those things where it's like, what's his favourite ice cream? Right. What's his favourite... Uh, Trick question. Yeah. He doesn't like ice cream, does he? Uh, he likes chocolate ice cream. Oh, oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Um, and so if the question was, what's his favourite song? Yeah. I would... I would go with nothing. I would hedge. Not applicable. <laughs> if if, if <laughs> nothing was not an accepted answer, yeah. I would go with the girl from Ipanema. Really? He's the kind of guy that if there's someone playing it piano... It is quite relaxing. Yeah, it's not bad. I, mean, I think there's worse favourite songs to have. Definitely. Yeah. But it's just unexpected for most... Like, it would be a tough guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you weren't his wife, you wouldn't be expecting to know that. The other song that he is quite fond of yes. is... The uh, runner-up. Green Sleeves. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can play it on flute. So, if well, there like you go. To, um, I knew there was a reason you liked shall it. Shall we play that underneath his epiphanies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Green Sleeves is um, less of a, a song that... like. Well, if two songs existed in the world... 
and I had to listen to one of them, it would be The Girl from Ipanema over the Green Sleeves. Well, Green Sleeves right. is the kind of song that they play at an ice cream van. Yes. So it's like... Maybe that that's of, why you like, like it. Like, you often hear the obnoxious, high-pitched jingle version mm. of Green Sleeves over the more that. traditional classical version. Yeah, you don't hear many high-pitched, annoying... Oh, no, I guess this is quite Muzak, isn't it? Yeah, you could, you could definitely in hear, an hear it in an elevator. Right. But, uh, yeah, so if my parents were on this <laughs> I Do I Do ga- dating game and the question came up, what was your favourite song? And I, I would hedge my bet on the girl from Ipanema, but if he put green sleeves as an answer, I would not be surprised either. <laughs> that was the long-winded point that I was trying to get Okay. To. Now, back to Waterfalls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he, uh, so I was saying he's the kind of guy that if you go to a hotel lobby mm. and there's someone playing piano, right? he might request green sleeves. one of those two songs. Okay. That is not Waterfalls. No, but I just I had, I thought I had to finish that thought because okay. I did bring it up. No, you didn't. So uh, <laughs> we've been on several family trips as a child. Yes, uh, that, I assume you're a child. Yes, on these trips. I when my father was a child, I was not born. <laughs> yes, so didn't go on many trips with him yeah. when he was a child. I imagine. <laughs> when I uh, yes preconception, mm. I was on very few family outings. <laughs> yes. So uh, whenever we went on a holiday, it I've kind of often... tuned out to try and wonder what it is that my dad's favourite song is. You don't have a good answer for it? I think I do know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. L- lay I'll some play logic it underneath. on underneath. I will. But go on. It seems like a lot of our family vacations happened to coincide with places that had quite renowned for their waterfall or cave systems. Yeah. Is this your father's favourite song? It is. We'll just go on. Do you want to give me a hint of what it is? Sounds like it was recorded in, like, the (laughs) 1800s. song called Master Jack by Four Jacks and a Jill. I think, like, if I had to choose... It would not be this song? My dad's favourite song is better than your favourite dad's favourite I would say so, yeah. What, like, is there some kind of a memory associated with this song, or...? Um, it's an anti-apartheid song. Did you help free the slaves? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure why he likes it so much. But it is an anti-apartheid song, if that means anything to you. I think i got to call uh, a stop to this. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad said about apartheid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Direct quote. Maybe it wasn't actually an anti-apartheid song until <laughs> someone started playing it and everyone's like, stop it. And they just misconstrued what they were talking about. Like the slavery. Oh, yeah. And I guess... You can stop the music as well, whatever. <laughs> we went to Niagara Falls, for instance. <laughs> um, That's not unusual. Like, wow, this man loves falls. But we that, were forced to go to Niagara Falls. Well, that was, I would say, the highlight of all the waterfalls I've seen, and I've seen many. Yeah. Uh, Niagara was probably <laughs> the best. And well, I imagine it would be. Have you been to Victoria? Probably. Which one's that? The one in South Africa, I think? No. Dad would know. I haven't been to South <laughs> Africa. Is that song the world's leanings? highest falls? I don't know. Let's Google it. Because uh, the uh, Niagara Falls is the widest. Is so it? They, they say it's like the biggest, but you got to qualify by what you mean by biggest. List of waterfalls by height. Here we go. Mm. So, uh, no, I haven't been to South Africa, but if I did, I assure you that... If my father was there, Victoria <laughs> Falls would be day one. Oh, sorry. Did we, we didn't even get an answer. No, I closed the browser by accident, but that was probably what could be my other, my, my other dad's favourite song. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, or my dad's other favourite song. So he loves waterfalls. And um, amazingly, there were very few on this uh, European trip, I believe. Are we finally getting to the point? He had some epiphanies while he was over there. It's the world's highest uninterrupted waterfall is Angel Falls. Oh, no, Angel Falls, sorry. Not Victoria Falls. Okay. Which is in... But maybe Victoria Falls is the world's highest interrupted. <laughs> I think this is the highest interrupted show. <laughs> <laughs> the most interrupted, definitely. Yeah, so Angel Falls is in... Um, oh, what's that country? Venezuela. Of course. <laughs> I suspect that we've lost all our listeners I by imagine now, so, so too. Let's try and win mm. them back by... Uh, by some epiphanies. Yes. Yeah, so what epiphanies did your dad have on the trip? Well, Vicky asked before he left, was my dad going over there to have an epiphany? Yes. Many people walk long walks to try and epiph. Yeah. Well, it is a pilgrimage, so you assume that you've got to get something well, out of it Well, I imagine like you're not just walking for no reason. I feel like pilgrimage has some sort of spiritual part to it. Mm. I don't know why, but yeah. Oh, I forgot to finish off on the iPad thing. If oh. everyone's, I, well, I feel like people are like, he never got to the point. It is the largest falls in the world based on its width and height, resulting in the world's largest sheet of falling water, Victoria Falls. So my knowledge is better than I thought. So is that... Niagara might be widest, Mm. Angel is tallest, but dimension-wise... Oh, okay. Victoria is all over it. it, it, Victoria Falls, if you... It's not as high or as wide, but combined, there's more water falling down it at one time. Yes. What a weird record. (laughs) I know. Well, what does it say on Wikipedia? It says, the world's largest sheet of falling water. Yeah, okay. It's twice the height of Niagara Falls. Mm. Yeah, but obviously much less uh, wide. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we established some waterfall facts. Welcome to Waterfall Cast. I can go home and uh, have a discussion with my father for once. Yeah, I think our listeners have waterfalled asleep. Wayo. <laughs> um, no, to quick, I just quickly got to finish off this terrible joke that I set up oh. for like five minutes. I suspected I'm... that someone had stolen my dad's iPad. Okay. Because I didn't think he was going to make this trip, but he kept sending emails every so often. So it seemed like an elaborate... <laughs> an elaborate like a ruse. Yeah, like someone was trying to keep up his... Um, appearance so we didn't go searching for him. Oh, right. So he'd been, like, kidnapped or something. and Well, at least he might have injured himself on the hike and someone just stole his belongings. Oh, But he had okay. no way of contacting us because someone stole his iPad. And so they're like, well, I don't want anyone to track me down. See, I was thinking, like, it was some emails. sort of elaborate, like, heist slash con film move. It could very they, like, well want have you been. to think he's alive while they're getting him to open the safe at the bottom of your house or something. Well, I suspect that he doesn't have that many... Uh, Top secret safes, but you never know. You only need one. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I found some music here by uh, Dudu's Baird, Bard, Epiphany Music. Oh. Yeah, so we've got a, a list of his epiphanies while he was on this pilgrimage. Yeah, you? so he came up, like Vicky was inquiring, is he going on this trip to get have an epiphany? And uh, midway why bother? Through... If, why go on a trip? Exactly. If it's not to see the world's biggest waterfall or to have an epiphany, why bother? Yeah, what's the I point? think. And so midway through the trip, he did send an email uh, at, with at the bottom, there were several dot points on basic life lessons that he had learned. Wow, on his how way. did he lead into them? Oh, I, did he all, say I, these are my epiphanies, or I've had some real thoughts? No, I've been but here, all or? his emails tended to uh, to start with the rambling story of what he did. You know how travel emails are. Yeah, yeah, I write really boring ones, but um. <laughs> I think you're not alone. Like, everyone does. It's like, I went to these places that you've never heard of. (laughs) Let me tell you all about them. Like, I don't don't care, but, you know, knock yourself out. But what I'm getting at is, 
he was on a pilgrimage. So what is the rambling he could have said? Like day one, walked. Day two, pilgrimage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, more, <laughs> I, I walked some more. Day yeah. three, strolled. Yeah, exactly. Day four, back to walking. Yeah. Day five, ambled. Oh. I realised when I was walking I'd covered more ground than I thought I would. He did actually, uh, at the end, write an email to Nike. Did he? Because he was wearing Nike shoes throughout the whole proceeding. And he was quite pleased with their performance. Yeah, because I think oh. a lot of people got blisters. And he did not. No, which is surprising. Did but he write a letter to his feet thanking them? No, I, I feel like they got left out. Yeah, who's to say it's Nike? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he, I think like mostly as a joke. I say mostly because you never can quite tell with him. I don't know, Philip jokes. He, uh, well, it, it was a very dry sense of humour. <laughs> um which obviously Nike didn't get because he did send me their reply. Oh, wow. What was the reply? Well, his his kind of crux of his email was the pitch, I guess, if you will, was, hey, I walked 800 kilometres if you want my shoes, <laughs> like we know. <laughs> and, obviously, and Nike took that seriously. Well, obviously, Nike thought he was some sort of Michael Jordan final game character. I can only imagine that around the office, they're like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, we don't want your shoes. What the hell? But... In reality, they don't want to have a bad PR move. Like no. If, if uh, someone takes it the wrong way, they're like, no, we don't want your shoes, you weirdo. So they'll like so feel free to send them in? They said that there's like a shoe recycling program, but uh, if there's not one located near you, you can just dispose of them regularly. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, uh, I guess... That's a no. Thanks for uh, the hot tip, Nike. <laughs> but uh, so uh, anyway, he... That's the kind of email that he would send on this journey, is my point. So should we have some epiphany music? Yeah, lay it on me. So I've got a list of what he uh, yeah, came up with. Vicky was interested to know. I might just turn it down to a bit of a bed. Ooh, wow. It sounds very ominous. I know, that's not quite a good epiphany. It's like we're all going to die one day kind of epiphany. <laughs> Do you want to skip ahead and see if it gets uh, less depressing? I don't know. what Are they depressing life lessons? Not really. Like, sure... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're leading into them. This is him beginning on the trip. Oh, okay. Yep. This is probably how he felt when it was raining on the uh, <laughs> on the plains. Probably how he... <laughs> what? That's probably where that expression comes from, the rain in Spain. <laughs> balls mainly on the plane. There you go. He was... I thought you were making fun of your dad. Uh, I've suddenly got an urge to end apartheid <laughs> of this song. Yeah, I know, right? Let's give it a edge, shall we? It's like my dad felt in his bones that he was being talked about. He sent me a text message saying, are you Okay. <laughs> he was concerned apartheid was coming back. Fair enough. Here we go. I feel like I'm about to get abducted <laughs> or something. <laughs> this Weird. is the epiphany music. I didn't write it. This is not what I would call music. <laughs> Just a piff already. All right, so the first one, this is probably my favourite of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Do something every day that makes you happy. Today I shared my Santiago cake with a robin. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the hell is a Santiago cake? I was more uh, concerned about that weird piano <laughs> key that just came up as I said, Robin. Like, today, ding! I'm like, holy shit, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I pissed off the uh, the cake gods or something. Like, <laughs> thou shall not share your cake with a Robin. Did make the Robin sound evil? Yes, yeah, such a dramatic little uh, sound effect for a, for a small bird like that. <laughs> 
was concerned that the music did make the music made the Robin sound like the villain of the piece. <laughs> he was the one that shared it. The Robin didn't steal it. Yeah, it made him happy, but little did he know he caused the downfall for several hundred Spanish, Spanish pilgrims. Civilization. Yeah. So we know it. So that's what made him happy was sharing it with the Robin. Yeah, apparently. What else? Don't push your body or equipment beyond its reasonable limits, despite what others say or do. <laughs> that does seem like a normal epiphany that most people are aware of. Well, I, I, I think epiphany, like calling it an epiphany is going Overselling beyond... Overselling it. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, again, as I mentioned on the prop shows, or if he had have just asked me, I could have <laughs> I told, him, told him several of these pointers already it's like, before so I left. So people have told me to push my body and my equipment past where I should. Should I do it? Like, mm, nah, no, you shouldn't, Dad. All right. <laughs> Save me walking 800 kilometres and a couple thousand bucks. Thanks, son. But you've cheated a Robin out of a piece of Santiago Yeah, cake. how would have we ever known that Robins were evil if we had not have gone on this journey? So what's the next point? Do a little of the necessary. Example, your laundry every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, how long was he usually leaving the necessary? I think he doesn't do any of it. <laughs> I think he, like, probably relies on uh, my mum to uh, do the laundry. And, like, his one task is to do the uh, weekly shopping. Yeah, and he always screws that up too. Uh, Yeah, but he screws it up to the point where we can deal with it. Like, the alternative is that we would have to go shopping. And that's, yeah, worse. (laughs) That's how you feel about doing that. So uh, we... skip ahead, shall we? (laughs) How long is this epiphany music? Twelve and a half minutes. Oh, good. You need time to have an epiphany. And so, uh, yeah, I guess the washing is out of his wheelhouse. (laughs) It's not a... (laughs) What do you mean? What does out of his wheelhouse mean? Uh, I was going (laughs) to... Well, how would you have phrased it? I don't know. Something he doesn't do. What do you mean? It's out of his wheelhouse. What do you mean? Well, I was going to say, like... It's out of his memory banks or something, <laughs> but it makes it sound like he's a robot. <laughs> it's like it's, it's not like part of his captain. knowledge. So you're saying like if he's a ship's captain, how to do the laundry is not one of the maps in the bridge. I feel like I don't know what a wheelhouse <laughs> is accurately enough to make this <laughs> assumption. So what were some more epiphanies he had? Because I feel like how necessary is it if he's not doing some of it every day? Because well, when he I, says do some of the necessary every day, I kind of can't get around it. That's why it's necessary. I got this email about halfway through his trip, I would say. Yeah. So it makes it sound like maybe he didn't do any of his laundry <laughs> until, until about then. he ran out. He was like, ah, oh, I guess that was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done some. See, what I was thinking is <clears throat> what he more needed to realise is some things are necessary. Because I have to do the necessary daily because they're necessary. Yeah, you forgot to eat and almost died of starvation. Like, oh, I should have been doing that. (laughs) Uh, His next one. Don't worry about the things you can't change, e.g. the weather. Just adapt accordingly and get on with life. But keep the fallback plan handy. Is that not the main point of AA? Isn't it like the serenity prayer or something from AA? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe you developed a drinking problem whilst on the trip. He must have got over it uh, during the same trip. Though. Well, he was in AA. It's obviously an effective program. <laughs> yes. Well, it's only a twelve-step program, so considering he went eight hundred miles. Yeah, he had he... some time to contemplate each step. 
I was thinking he had a lot more steps than necessary. Well, I feel like... Because um, I thought the 12-step plan was much like the five steps you do after that Kill Bill move. The five-point palm technique. Yeah, that's right. So once you join AA and you take 12 steps... That's... Maybe that's the... So your uh, dad did, like, hundreds of thousands of steps. What... I, I don't know if you've been in Alcoholics Anonymous. I have not. <laughs> but what, uh, what you might have stumbled across is that the last five steps are the five-point palm <laughs> technique from Kill Bill. <laughs> so it's really like seven, seven steps and then one martial arts move. Yeah. I think I'd stop at step six in that case. Well, one of those steps I know is uh, making amends. Yes. And I feel Do like... Do you get to make amends? Well, I never got any amends. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maybe this was his amends. Yeah, he's like, here's... And I know I don't know how to say sorry for uh, how I've affected your life, Ben, but have some fodder for your radio show. <laughs> like, you're forgiven. <laughs> Good, sir. Thank you. Um, what else did we get? Deliberately don't try to make the day stages in the guidebook. So this is quite specific <laughs> <Yes>. to the <laughs> Camino Trail. And, and they're, they're unhelpful guidebooks. They are wildly overambitious and cause crowding of the pilgrims, which makes the albergs unpleasant, which... I believe that means, like, hostel, basically. Oh, auberge. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I don't know how to spell that word. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, if you're... But if they're so wildly ambitious, mm. why are there so many people making them? I guess they're pushing themselves, which goes back to Epiphany 2. Oh, my mistake. I was thinking, well, they can't be that ambitious if they're overcrowded. Yeah, I would have liked this have been written as more of a legal doctor, uh, you know, a legal <laughs> artifact. Refer to Epiphany yeah, 2. Yeah, Please see subsection C, <laughs> Epiphany 2. Don't push yourself. True. Different people cut different corners. Be as tolerant of their ways as you want them to be of yours. So that's, you Jesus know, did beat him to that. Be good to your fellow man kind of thing. <laughs> love others as you love yourself. Well, that... He might have doubled it up on his last Epiphany. Oh, no. Which is ask questions and listen to... A, to the replies, especially those views which aren't yours. That would be a new one for Philip. So, again, that, that kind of links to the previous epiphany. I it does. Say, if you're uh, being tolerant of their ways. But then you can uh, be quizzical. Yes. It's very much like uh, do unto others as you others do to you. Yes, that's right, that. as you would have done unto yourself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe you could have done some Bible Similar studies. Similar epiphanies <laughs> to <Yeah>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I know, if you're going to take uh, a hint from anyone... <laughs> He's not, he's not the worst person to lead. I would be quite concerned if he came back and uh, these had similar, a lot of similarities to Hitler's like Satan or works. something. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, Do uh, unto your fellow man as much evil as possible <laughs> yeah, yeah. that benefits you. On the uh, fifth day, uh, you might want to carve a pentagram into your chest. <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh, right. okay. that's... Tempt other people to do wrong <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, I've heard good things about treason, son. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. If you're going to appear in any direction, I suppose the love direction is the best way. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, all things I would have assumed a 50-year-old man would have probably been able to work out for himself without going on an 800-kilometre walk. But I mean, as long as you get there eventually. True. Well, you had to get him somewhere to be doing his own laundry. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> you say that. I suspect come this weekend he'll still be uh, asking my mum to take care of it for him. But, uh, and not listening to the answer. No. <laughs> he'll he'll instantly forget everything he's learned. <laughs> but if he was a better person for about two months, then that's, that's something at least. <laughs> the walk positively impacted his life. Yeah. <laughs> at least eight weeks. There you go. So, you know, that gets you into heaven. Which is right? literally not nothing. But no. that's as much as you can say about it. That's more than a lot of people, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go see the bum doctor this week. <laughs> what? What did you say? <laughs> I had to go see the bum doctor. Oh. <laughs> it's not great, but I did miss his. <laughs> I thought you said bomb knocker. <laughs> what? I don't know. Like, I didn't assume that's what you said. But... <laughs> you thought I said the bomb knocker. <laughs> it didn't sound right. I'll give you that. <laughs> what? I don't know. What did you think I said? The sentence. I thought you said, I, I, I hope I don't see the bomb knocker today. I'm like, well, there's no one else here. I didn't know who you expected to run into. Weird thing to bring up mid-show, but... Why would I be worried about seeing I don't know. Maybe knocker. it's like a fellow DJ that comes in at 10 o'clock or something. We, we should mention this, that we're doing a Insane Ramblings after dark. It is... Uh, it is getting quite late in the uh, evening, so maybe maybe he's like Sin's equivalent of Richard Mercer. He's <laughs> like, hello everybody, this is Love Song Dedications with the Bomb Knocker. <laughs> uh, uh, he sounds like a Zelda villain. Yeah, it's a bit arch nemesis, I'll give you that. I really hope we don't run into the Bomb Knocker. <laughs> We have to beat the bomb knocker to get to level two. (laughs) We'll be running around. He'll be knocking bombs. (laughs) We'll have to keep moving. (laughs) It's very inconvenient. (laughs) Oh, oh. Oh, it gets me every time. (laughs) Why? No, why are you seeing (laughs) them? Who did you imagine the bomb knocker was? I didn't, I didn't, to be honest, the fantasy didn't go that long. <laughs> I was questioning my hearing, but I mean, it, coming from Vicky, who knows like, what you're ever no, talking about. No, I didn't about. have to see the bomb knocker. That's, I sort of imagine he's someone who knocks bombs towards you or beneath you. In your general vicinity. Well, yeah, like I'm sitting on this chair and he like knocks it under my chair. I'm like, ah, oh, bomb knocker, going to okay. move over here. So it's more of a violent move. He's not just tapping on it to inspect it or something. <laughs> Like, mm, metallic. <laughs> well, another bomb knock. That's me for today. I can see why you'd be concerned about me not wanting to see the bomb knocker then. Did you ever, like, isn't, like, I feel like this might be a thing as a kid. What? But. The bomb knocker? No, no. Like, I feel like that's a weapon. Like, is it bomby knockers? <laughs> like, what's bomby knockers? I think you're just losing it. No, like, I feel like if you Google bomby knockers... Oh, bomby knockers, I hope, is my... It'll come up, what, you want that to be your stripper name or something? <laughs> a weapon for personal protection. Yeah, there you go. Go to, like, the images. I want to see what it looks like. I'm imagining, like, one oh, of those flails. on Urban Dictionary is pretty gross. <laughs> it's a question. Someone uh, Can someone tell me what a bomby knock is? It's a rod with a weighted knob at one end. So... <laughs> It was carried tucked up inside the sleeve so that if you were insulted, you could loosen your hold on the knob and the weight would slide it out of your sleeve so you could grasp it by the other end, in brackets, smaller knob, and swing the weighted end to hit the assailant. What a confusing weapon. Oh, and then someone says, presume you mean pommy knocker. Maybe. Maybe. Is that something else? I don't know. I think it's the same thing, but they've used the wrong word. Maybe that's the British equivalent. (laughs) I feel um, like 
it's one of those, like a flail or something, like on a chain with two spiked balls. Yeah, or something. it's from an, a, a book, a child's book, the, giant, the Hungry Giant Soup. Oh, so it's not a real weapon, it's just a. a oh, here we go. Work of fiction. To me, Bommy Knockers is an alternative name for clackers. Ugh. A toy which was around in the 70s and reappeared for a short time in the 90s. <laughs> I was jumping on that fat, <laughs> like, bummy knockers, they're making a resurgence. This is going to be the next big thing. Oh, they're gone again. Oh, I guess we'll go back to yo-yos. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the bummy knockers there, if you can see over the desk, Ben. Well, that's clackers. We'll put a picture you. on the yeah, website. Yeah, that's kind of what I envisioned them. <sighs> I just feel like a weaponized version. Yeah, we'll put a picture online. A weaponized version would have spikes on the end of those balls. Oh, my goodness. But uh, that's not what I was concerned of. I, the I bomb knocker. We had like some a tree, yeah, which had spiked uh, seeds, I guess. And so, if you like ripped off a branch, it kind of was something that we would call a bomby knocker. <laughs> it was like it just had branches with like all these spiked spiked seeds on the end. So I was concerned about running into one of those tonight. It's a possibility. <laughs> I'd say like remote at best, but so my arch nemesis carries a club. Listen, we spent several minutes this morning discussing, at the top of the show, discussing blind mole rats and waterfalls. I wouldn't put anything past us. I'm just wondering where your whole knocker nemesis thing came from. You brought it up. What do you want from me, Vicky? Why did you have to go see the bum doctor? No bum doctor. Yeah. Not the bum doctor. That's what I said. Oh. oh, it's not really important. But what I was going to get at... Okay. I can't concentrate now. What I was going to get at was, what an unfortunate job, and how do you end up with that? You think that... Because uh... he obviously chose it. It's not like you fall... It's not like, you know, you fall on hard times. You have <laughs> well, to become a bum doctor. I've got a, I've got a uh, six-year doctorate that I've put my, uh, my efforts into. Yeah, my heart and soul into. But I guess it's back to... Checking out asses for a, yeah. for a living. <laughs> That's right. It's not like checkout chick or something where it's like, well, you know, I did have a degree, but, you know, the economy's not good right now. Like, We're no in a recession. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll investigate some anuses yeah, for a living. Exactly. Like, you chose to do that. Why? You went out of your way to, to, want to, to look dedicate at your life to assholes. Yeah, exactly. And he was asking me about my poo and stuff. And I was a bit like, this is weird. And he was like, don't worry, I talk about this all day. Can't get enough yeah, of poo talk. I know. I was like, why? Why would you choose that for yourself? Like, and not only choose it, but seek it out through seven or more years of training. Yeah, because you feel like a doctor, like, they're going to see a lot of the same kind of thing, but at least there's a chance for something else. Yeah. With here, it's, it's like... It's just bums, as far as the eye can see. seven butt stuff. <laughs> exactly. He's like poo talk. Day in, day out. It's his bread and butter. Do you think how uh, how long into that career are you like? Oh, uh, half I've, an hour? I've had every... I've, you know, I've plumbed all the depths oh. of the... Uh, oh. Did you mean that? A little bit. <laughs> Maybe he's a frustrated filmmaker. How so? Well, he's going um, to take a film of my insides. I feel like, yeah, if you... <laughs> If you were investigate his laptop, <laughs> he's got like all the recorded footage <laughs> of intestines of, of his uh, yeah these what is it colonoscopes or something <laughs> colonoscopies colonoscopies he mixed up a colonoscopy. 
kaleidoscope and a colonoscopy. <laughs> that is not the kind of kaleidoscope you want to oh, get. Oh, nobody wants to be receiving that. Is the a suppository kaleidoscope. He's got Ooh. several hours of colonoscopy footage on his on his iMac <laughs> that he's just editing in Final Cut Pro or something, <laughs> just doing a credits rule. Oh. Like, cinematography by Dr. Bumble. <laughs> oh, he's making the internal version of that... Um, the caterpillar thing? No. The caterpillar thing? Is this like the magic school bus or something where they go inside the human body? No. I'm like, I'm going to check if it's really in there for reals. <laughs> I'm going to see if the cartoon was correct. Yeah. He spent eight years in training. 700th anus. No school bus. <laughs> I will find <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I know you're in there somewhere. You no, crazy... the, human, the human centipede. He's oh. doing the internal version. <laughs> I don't even know what that would equate to. Well, he's just editing together videos of different... um, Of different colonoscopies. Yeah, that's right. It's like inside edition. (laughs) This is what it would look like from... You wonder if he's like working on this documentary and he's like, how many hours of footage do you really need for this? No, must procure more. (laughs) My work is never done. I just don't know why you wouldn't choose something like dermatologist rather than butt doctor. Yeah, it's not like the kind of thing that you can easily fall into. Like, I suspect his parents weren't pressuring him to become a butt doctor. No. And also he was like, you know, I can look up your butt now or when you're asleep, what would you prefer? And I was like, those are both bad options. Did he phrase it like that, when you're asleep? Like, yes. I assume he means under some kind under of anesthetic. anesthetic. But that, like, almost implies, like, no, 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 you'll barely notice it. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just take a little nap and yes. when you wake up, we'll... Be all done. Exactly. It makes it sound like it's coming for me in the night. Yeah. <laughs> would you like me to look now or sneak when by? When you at least expect <laughs> it. <laughs> if you wake up the next morning with a, uh, <sighs> a new home video to add your That's collection, right. just take a uh, special look would at the credits. Would you prefer now or when you least expect it? I'll go with <laughs> now, thanks. Yeah, I probably don't want too many medical procedures done <laughs> on a surprise. <laughs> Is there any way you would like done as a surprise? What, like, out of medical procedures? Yeah. Like, what, if I had to pick one... <laughs> but like, to be done by surprise. What would it be? <laughs> Maybe, like, some kind of transplant? <laughs> I was going to go with having a wart frozen off. Oh, okay, yeah, I could see that. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> transplant seems like a drastic measure. Well, my way of thinking was, like, just say you need a new kidney. Mm. You're on the waiting list for forever by... My medical knowledge comes from TV. <laughs> oh, okay. But if Scrubs has taught me anything, is that it can take a while to get a new kidney. I think so, yeah. So you have to wait around the hospital and... No, you just wait at home and they call you. Well, it depends what, what oh, like organ you're you are, getting yeah. and stuff like that. Sometimes if it's an organ that... I guess they have to do, like, they have to have someone in the hospital that's dying. Right, yeah. If a new heart, for example, they can't just quickly chuck that on ice. No. And call you over like, yeah, come over at your leisure. We've got a heart <laughs> waiting for you. That needs to have someone, like, right there on the spot that's dying so you can kind of just hang out at the hospital hoping someone else is going to die, basically. Yes. So if you're like, oh, I could spend a lot of time at the hospital waiting for misfortune of others for my survival or... Randomly, by surprise, wake up one morning. Oh, new heart! <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So you go with transplant. Yeah, that was my thinking. Yeah. But, I mean, drastic surgery. It seems like not my first go-to. You would probably want someone who's not going to be... Uh, who's I not was gonna thinking, be like, teeth whitening or something. Doing this while you're unconscious. Like, yeah. wake up in the morning with extremely white teeth. That'd be cool. As long as, like, they're doing something that is... 
uh, elective surgery. <laughs> it's not like... It's, Taking one of your kidneys for someone else. Well, I mean, like, if you wake up one morning and you didn't have this conversation with your surprise surgeon, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. why have I got a sixth finger now? <laughs> like, I would want to say, oh, yeah, I'll... I'm okay with an lock extra me heart. In, yeah, lock me in for that surprise teeth widening, please, sir, before you go around just, like, waking up one morning, like, oh, I'm more minty fresh than usual. Yeah, see, that'd be all right. A, a surprise teeth cleaning would be cool. That could be a new reality show. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise medical procedure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. little Billy, I know you've been waiting on a new <laughs> heart transplant for a while, but we couldn't do that. But your teeth are sparkling <laughs> white now. Great. Mm. Speaking of reality TV shows, yep. since we haven't been on the radio for the past month, I have been spending my time watching a lot of it. <laughs> There's only two speeds to you, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, what are those? <laughs> On the radio or doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, you know, it, it seems like a good opportunity to catch up on some of these shows. So uh, I did pull a few clips that stood out to me over yeah. the last couple of months of entertainment, which I thought was uh, a weird selection. So, uh, yeah, this first one is from Big Brother, um, basically the opening night of the show. Some people would describe me as a storm in a teacup. In high school, I got nominated for the second best legs, most likely to have a breakdown and most likely to become famous. So I'm kind of ticking all those boxes now, I guess. So that was Tully <laughs> from Big Brother Australia talking about how she got nominated for second, second best, best legs in high school. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean... I, I was kind of disappointed that our yearbook didn't, didn't have... Didn't have any of the most likely to. Yeah, which I think is kind of like a, a tradition that we missed out on. Yeah. Because uh, it seems quite fun to, you know, you can nominate a few people like, oh, yeah, most likely to succeed or class clown or whatever. But when you're reaching for, like, best legs, I think you're, like, running out of categories. Yeah, so reaching for second best yeah, legs. Yeah, that's a struggle. <laughs> it's like, wow, we had nothing to say about her. Yeah, like, either she... Like, there might have been two people in the school who had awesome legs, <laughs> in which case, like, nah, there's no like, way we can pick just one. We have true. To, we have to give nods to both of these that's girls. That's what I was thinking, like, how close were the legs apart? Well, you don't say that much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I did take a look at her legs as she was walking down the uh, the catwalk after she made that comment because I was like, yeah, I I've got to investigate these on, legs. So I've got no idea who she is or what her legs are like. So fill me in. Well, I mean, they look pretty good. Yeah? But it did make me want to inspect the uh, winner's legs. Okay, so they were quite good legs? Well, it was only from a distance. I didn't get, like, some kind of, you know, good look at them to study her legs. Okay. But from what I've seen, I mean... Oh, they're just legs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at them now and I'm like, well, they're legs. I don't know. I'm not blown away by them. She looks like Angel from Home and Away, who's Melissa, Melissa George, George. Yeah, like, can, who went on to be I famous. I see that. Like a but young Melissa George. She looks like a young Melissa George, quite literally, as in Miss Melissa George when she was Angel. Yeah, I can like, see that. Like, very 90s. I'll, uh, check I'm not sold on Tully. I think she thinks she's looking... I think she thinks she's really attractive. Well, I mean, it seems like if that's what you've got to talk to your... Like, if you're going on national TV, if that's the thing that you have to bring up, there's yeah, probably... Yeah, not much else you're thinking about yourself. Yeah, you're like, maybe you haven't really achieved that much. But, I mean, it just seemed like such a weird thing to say at all. <laughs> oh, she's dating another girl. Yeah, she's a bisexual. Ah, oh, okay. Which is always one of those things that... 
makes you go, eh, maybe there's a chance. It's annoying as a guy. <laughs> You're like, what? Well, I feel like maybe. Oh, so you wish that she was lesbian. So then you'd be like, well, I can cut her out. Now completely. I've got no, yeah, I know I've got no hope. Because yeah. if, if she's dating a girl, but she's saying she's bisexual, like, oh, it's such a tease. Like, maybe there's a chance. <laughs> oh, that's what really amuses me. You're like, oh, it's possible. Like, <laughs> I've, I've been getting like. <laughs> she's, you know, a Big Brother contestant, but who knows? We could be in the same shopping centre or sticky floored nightclub on the same night. Well, like, I feel like with bisexuals in general, right? If you're a guy yeah. and you're bisexual, it probably means that you're more likely to be gay. It seems more acceptable to say I'm bisexual than gay. In I some... think it's easier for yeah, people like, to say that. Like maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if you're like making the transition to come out, then that's something that you can say to test the waters. So like if you've got like a lot of blokey friends, they'll be like, but you still like chicks, right? Oh, I see what you're going with. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It feels like that's what she could be doing. She's really a lesbian. But she's like, nah, uh, okay. we'll see. Like, maybe, <laughs> I, I might be sort of Ben, straight. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you probably don't have a chance with her anyway. I didn't really suspect, but <laughs> I you feel like... You didn't really suspect you didn't have a chance. This must be a hard blow for you. Well, at the moment, she's locked in a house in Dreamworld, so <laughs> my access to her is limited, I'll give you that. <laughs> I thought that would help you out. I know where she is she now. Yeah, she you can't know where escape. she is and she can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, All you have to do is go there and woo her. That's true. I have to somehow... Other women have the entire world to try and escape your wooing. <laughs> and don't they try? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I need to uh, work on my intruder uh, audition tape or something. Uh, like that. Uh. I didn't even know Big Brother was on anyway, because I feel like my main two occupations at the moment are my full time job, mm. which is like seventy hours a week, and then when I'm not doing that, I'm sleeping or playing Zelda. Because <laughs> you know all how got, important activities. Because I've got one thing queued up that's quite fun. So being I always, Zelda. Being Zelda. Yeah, go on. So, oh, I thought you meant to me like being Zelda, and I'm like, you do know me. I get quite into the oh, character. I, yeah, I get immersed quite easily. <laughs> so whenever I'm not working or sleeping, I'm like, ah, just like, it's you know how like you get restricted for something, and it seems like the best thing ever. Oh, like the you can't come effect. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what Zelda has done to me. I only have about two or three hours leisure time at home a week. So those two or three hours are all Zelda time. (laughs) And they're spread out quite far apart from each other. Like there would be like two hours on a Monday night Mm. and then like an hour on a Thursday night and then maybe two-ish hours across the weekend. So you're just like constantly when you're not playing Zelda, thinking about playing Zelda. Yes, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I'm playing again. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those things where that game is very much like, like there's been several games in the Zelda series. Yes. But every time the start of the game is Link doing random (laughs) chores for the villagers. thinking about this. I'm like, hey, guys. (laughs) And it's not even just at the start. After I've liberated two villages, I go to, like, a third town and they're like, oh, it's sort of like they're Kanye. Okay. Like, they're like, I'm going to let you finish saving the whole of Hyrule. Saving the world, essentially. thank me. And they're like... Yeah, yeah, I'll... (laughs) Don't worry about it. I got this covered. (laughs) Yeah. I know know you're going to manage that, but would you mind while you're here just herding up these cats for me? Yeah, I heard your skills of a sword transition quite well to to picking up chickens. Thanks for doing my menial tasks. Yeah, it's it's like you're asking 
the king or something yeah. to to just chase sheep all day. I'm not even the king. Like it would be like someone like It's like you're a war Peter hero Cosgrove. Or Australian of the year. Cosgrove? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google it. Hang I'm on. more familiar with Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> is that? It she, is. I was right. Man. She, Miranda Cosgrove is the chick on iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Cosgrove, which is like ex-Australian um, of the year okay. and military hero. Yeah. Like, he just pops by on his way to his next like On his next maneuver. mission or something. Yeah, and you're like, while you're here, like, hear, the yeah, toast is broken. <laughs> I know you uh, often save the world, and we appreciate you for that. But it's, no, it's not even that. They don't even really No, they don't even it. say that. They don't even say anything. It's They're just like, like, hi, Pete. Oh, How's yeah. it going? <laughs> exactly. Pete. <laughs> and they act like they know you. I'm glad that you dropped by because I really I, I lost my cat. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the time when you're meeting these characters as Link, the main character in Zelda, they just say hi, Link, and you've never met them before in your life. Well, words obviously got to spread that you saved the world so many yeah, times. Yeah, I know, but it's, it is like, hi, Pete, and you've got no idea who they are. Like, while you're here, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. would you mind just going and collecting some hot spring water? My business <laughs> is failing. I, I know, don't care. I know your girlfriend's uh, been kidnapped again. Yeah. And the world is in grave danger, but... I, I could really use that spring water. Yeah. Well, I really don't care I, I think, about your problems. I mean, once you've tried it, it's just so <laughs> delicious. And they go on like that as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I find it quite bizarre. I was playing um, uh, Call of Duty recently. And you can't it's even say no. Kind of it's often like they've got some item that you need. Yeah, well, some, you can choose to not do it at the expense your own of... Risk. Yeah, it's like, well, you're going to give me like... 20 rupee for that. I do need that rupee. (laughs) And what's really frustrating is, like, you can't just say, hi, would you mind giving up that bow and arrow for the cause of saving the world? And they're like, oh, I would. I would, but... I was really hoping someone could get these goats in this barn. I feel like I got you over a barrel here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I I can see you really need this bow and arrow to get into the next temple. He's like, you're right, I do. do. (laughs) Well, you know where the cat is. I've just got a feeling that the next boss might be weak to bow and arrow fire. That's right. I don't really mind that he's got our whole town, like, under lockdown. Under hostage. I am willing to wait. And until I you've do done this for me. I have the one magical item that could defeat him, but yeah. check out the sheep. They <laughs> really need to be herded up, man. I know you saved the world a lot, but just do me this one little favour. And then if you wouldn't mind while you're at it, everyone else in the village has got a menial task for you. And one of the ones I've noticed, anyone who's played Twilight Princess, I was really frustrated with that girl who I have to go and save later on, who kept telling me off about how to take care of my horse. I'm like, hey, who the hell are you? I've been horse riding since I was like three. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I've ridden a pony in many battles before you even came along. Why don't you just shove off? You know how to take care of it. Carrots. It likes carrots, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. I was mighty confused. I was like, what is going on here? She's like, oh, take better care of your horse. I'm going to go take it down to the healing swamp or whatever, pond. And oh. She gets kidnapped. Sorry, spoiler alert for the first half hour. She gets kidnapped. And I was relieved and then annoyed when they took my horse away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was playing um, Call of Duty recently mm. as well. And again, it's like a, a military shooter kind of game where one of the levels, the start of the game, you're undercover. Yeah. And you're a, a CIA agent and there's a whole bunch of bad guys that are shooting up a airport. Mm-hmm. And so basically to keep undercover, you have to follow them around while they're just massacring civilians. Oh, my gosh. And you can choose to 
shoot the civilians or you can choose to just like let them do it but you can't you know stop them them or or something yeah Yeah. because that'll blow your cover yeah yeah and i'm like once you've killed like the 60th person maybe you're not that great of a cia agent (laughs) it's like i i could stop these guys right now i could just shoot Shoot them them in the back of the head yeah no guys trust me i'm under deep cover here sorry i might have to also murder a couple dozen civilians just to keep that cover under wraps yeah but i've got a feeling these guys are going to lead me to someone who's also quite bad he might not have murdered a whole entire airport of civilians but that does seem like a lot like no i'll just let these serial um, mass murderers continue and join in on the action yeah right like i'm I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get in trouble for this afterwards. <laughs> like, the CIA probably frowns, frowns on upon that. mass murder. I feel yeah. like we're generally against that. Yeah. Hopefully. Like, I don't know where the line between undercover is and then just becoming a terrorist. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like I crossed it in that yeah. game. Well, I feel like I crossed between marauding hero and menial bottom and feeder. peasant. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> like, part of the game involves me being shot into the sky because I can't climb out of this, like, lake. It is one of those annoying things where it's like you can get shot up into the sky at one point and it's like, hey, remember that device that we had that let us shoot into the sky? That could really come in handy now <laughs> when I need to scale this castle. <laughs> it's like, no, we've got to take the back door where you have to fight six other bosses on the way up. Like, you know, I could just take the shortcut if we had that cannon that shot me here or whatever. Right? <laughs> no, I was just very frustrated to be rounding up chickens and finding cats. And it's what happens. Yeah, I know. But, you don't uh, even get anything. <laughs> Before we got on that tangent, we were talking about reality TV. We I've were. Got, I've got one more clip. Uh, this one from The Mole, which has returned to Australian TV screens. Also have not watched that because I've got three hours of leisure time to spend on well, finding cats and hurting sheep. I suspect that you won't have much more opportunities because this season has been rating extremely poorly. Has it? It's been good. Probably like, my fault. I do enjoy the show. Yeah. But it's on at like 11.30 at night now, which is never it's a good sign. Rate well. <laughs> yeah. Get that time slot. Next time, welcome to our ice rink on the beach. It's Mole on Ice. I was a little scared. And with the stakes this high, $40,000 big competition will be fierce. Boys versus girls. Game on Mole. Bring it. We've been ripped off. I think so. Oh, my gosh. We have been ripped off. So, for long-time listeners, you might recall... I thought you were going to say for a long time. We've been championing the idea of a new game show. We have indeed. And long-time listeners will recall our long-time championing... A concept we invented, I'd say, year 12, which was about, like, what, 2004? Yeah, 2005. 2005. We came up with the concept for the reality show, The Amazing Amazing Mole Mole Race on on Ice. Ice. As you just heard, this week's episode was about Mole on Ice. <laughs> this cannot be a coincidence. I feel like we've mentioned it twice on the show Next before. week, the challenge will involve bomb knockers. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll be uh, suspicious if, <laughs> if bomby knockers the, the big season finale. <laughs> it does sound like a villain's name. Like, oh, here comes old bomby knockers. Uh, I do like the, uh, the late night DJ twist as well. <laughs> This is Bommy Knockers Bommy playing knockers you out evening. on your late night drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can imagine more it's like your childhood friend, like, ah, oh, Bommy Knockers. He's Here just getting up to hijinks. Bee Knockers. Yes. <laughs> he, if, anyone's doing, if anyone's doing hijinks, it's Bommy Knockers. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, 
This looks like classic bee knockers. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a bit like a cartoon or something. Like Bobby that. knockers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so challenging the mole this week involved what they called it ice. Mm. I, would, I would say a very loose interpretation of ice. <laughs> it was more of a... Uh, Water. <laughs> Steam. <laughs> it was like a, a slippery board on the beach. Ah. They, were, they were on skates. So I guess the concept was like, let's do ice skates. But Ah, I've seen this before in a country overseas. No, in Hobart. It's close enough to overseas. Yes, it's over Hobart, AC. Uh, me and my friend were like, let's go ice skating because we saw what we thought was an ice skating rink across okay. the way. Yeah. When we got closer to it, um, it was actually, yeah, just a shiny board and you could hire skates to skate oh, around okay. on it. Is it like, is that shuffleboard or something? Like that? I don't know. I think it's just fake ice skating. Because like, yeah, it seemed like they just had little fake ice uh, rink nets set up at each end of this yeah, board. it's like faking ice skating. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Maybe um... it's like, it's Australia, there's no ice here. <laughs> Let's call it an amazing mole on ice. I thought you but... say it's Australia, no one knows what ice is. Yeah, we'll just trick them. <laughs> if we tell them it's ice, they'll is believe it, ice right? ice skating? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it'd be colder than this, but what are you going to do? <laughs> this is not at all what I expected. This is quite similar to wood. <laughs> yeah, but the other part of that clip that stood out to me that I thought was quite amusing... Um, the the contestant uses the quote "game on mole." Yes, which, like to my knowledge, originated from Big Brother, Big Brother several yes. years ago. One of the characters, I think, characters. <laughs> well, I guess contestants. I guess would be more accurate. She just used that phrase when I, it was like, often. Well, there was like one key moment when she said it, and then it kind of became like a clip that they played over and yeah. over and. Like the kind of thing that people would Became hold up. Became like her catchphrase. Yeah. yeah, they probably like made T-shirts with that on it and that kind of thing. Um, so now they've stolen from Big Brother, like <laughs> another reality show. Stolen from us, stolen from Big Brother. What yeah, morals does the mole exactly. have? Stolen from the police force? <laughs> picking and choosing from every uh, every avenue they can. They are. But the weird thing that that quote came up during the week for in my life, mm. I just got home and the news was on and my... Mum was watching the news and she paused. And you called her a mole. She paused the TV. You were like, put the TV back on, mole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mum. <laughs> she paused the TV on um, the news headline. It said, game on polls. Because <laughs> 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 it was an impending election. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like either someone's torting Poland. Yeah, Pollux. <laughs> Yeah. Game on, polls. We can we can use adapt this to our needs. <laughs> yes, to our impending war against Poland. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I I didn't actually listen to the article. Listen might, to the article. What do you want to call it? The news story. Yeah, I didn't listen to the news story because I was also thinking the other thing was there was a new like what's that stilt game. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a like, literally a game, game on, on polls. <laughs> So I was like, is that, those are the two things that I thought the story could be about, having heard that headline. I was like, it's like AFL or something, but on polls. Well, if there's some breaking news about either of those <laughs> kind of instances. Have we got a headline yeah, for you? Yeah, it's already a pre-written headline. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I assume it was about the election. But I just thought that that was such a weird pull for them to use that quote. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, because that was, I, I'm going to It was guess, many years ago. I'm going to say 2008. At if least. If I had to guess. If not earlier. Because Big Brother's been off the air for, like, last year was its first season back in, like, four years. Oh, I think if not earlier. She, the the uh, 
girl that was called Anna, if that helps you. Uh... 2006. There you go. So I was right. It was earlier. So it was, that's, what, seven years? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, obviously it's kind of stuck around in Australian lexicon. Sort of. Not well, really. If, if both the mole and the news the, are quoting it. Yeah, it's sort of had the resurgence of bomby knockers, though. Like, it's not like <laughs> yeah. in that 20-year gap people a, were regularly a, thinking yeah, about it. it's just a brief resurgence yeah. for a weird one-week period. Have <laughs> We've you got, got the clip here for uh, you, if yeah, you like. Hit it. She's currently with head down crying. I don't want to sleep with her because I don't want to sleep with someone that's, you know, that thinks that about my daughter. Karen's not sleeping with you tonight. Yeah, she is. No, she's sleeping with Galen tonight. I don't recognise any of these people, by the way. She says she's moving. Are you kidding me? I really don't know any of the reasons for it. No, 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 I know the reasons for it. I understand that's dirty. Well, why don't you talk to her about it? No. She hasn't said anything to me. Game on, game on, moles. Whoever made this clip felt the need to um, okay, well, DJ okay, okay, style game it. On. <laughs> g- 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 game on. It's such like a one of those lines that she just like dropped. Like she didn't like. It's not like game on moles. It's just very casual. They just said yeah, yeah and it sort of moles. became very um, iconic. I yeah, guess. very iconic. But it's like a conversation about whether or not one contestant is going to sleep in the same bed as another one. Yeah, I don't know what's it's, going that, on. There. That's a very confusing context as well, but. Yeah, that caught on, I guess, to the point where in 2013... It's still having resurgences. The news are, are <laughs> referencing it. it. I'm like, who gets that reference? Like, <laughs> I get that I get it because I'm a freak for this kind of stuff, but I've got to assume I'm in the minority here. Like, <laughs> the people that are watching the 6pm news aren't the people that in 2006 Would be were understanding. watching and remembering Big Brother. <laughs> but also, it's not game on moles, it's game on polls. Yeah, so you so, have to also make that mental leap. Yeah, it's not a, a close leap either. It's quite a far leap, to be honest. Yeah, but... I was, I, I questioned my mother and... Well, if she knew why that was the headline. Yeah, and she said that when I explained it to her, she didn't remember, but she wouldn't have got there just... She did or did not remember? No, she knew what I was talking about uh, yeah. when I explained the reference But she her. wouldn't have got it on her own. No, definitely not. No, neither. Which, I mean... Oh, maybe. It's just, it's just I, it amused me. It is all. a strange thing to have on the news. Yeah. <laughs> you would have hoped, I don't know, maybe I'm being some sort of uptight person. There we go. I don't know. <laughs> Ponded for five seconds to get to, <laughs> to person. To get to the word person. So obviously I'm not writing those headlines. But I would have hoped that the news would be more highbrow than that. Like you sort of hope that if two things are going to be as separated as far as possible, it's yeah. going to be Big Brother and the news. You don't hope that the people who are writing the news know that reference. No, exactly. It's, like, it's too lowbrow for, <laughs> for them to even be bothering with. I would have hoped that the people who are writing the news have never even heard of... Did she just whimper? I don't know what that was. <laughs> it was like a high-pitched squeal. Can we go back and listen? It was something almost that a uh, piglet would make. <laughs> Is there a way I can record while we go back and listen no, to that? No, because it's recording at the same time. All right, I'm going to go back and listen. <laughs> I would have hoped that the people who are writing the news have never even heard of... Did she just whimper? I would have hoped that the people who are writing... (laughs) 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 I can't get this show back on track. (laughs) We're just returning me. (laughs) 
after listening to that clip about 16 times. <laughs> Unfortunately, on the software we've got at the moment, we have to stop recording to listen to the clips that we've got. But you missed Vicky <sighs> about to pee her pants. Oh, my gosh. I had to take my glasses off to wipe my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I think that was like my soul escaping or something. <laughs> my soul escaping. <laughs> if that isn't good use for a oh, microphone and... Oh, uh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I don't think I can get this back. <sighs> you think that's, that's the highlight? We should end now, go out on a high? No, I want to regain control. <laughs> this runaway horse has just got me on its back. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh, mercy. That is good stuff. Why was your soul escaping? I have no idea. It was an involuntary sound. Oh man, but the sound is so funny. <laughs> Do you make a lot of involuntary sounds? <sighs> I, I feel like I don't. <laughs> it was just due to the subject. <laughs> but I know for a fact that the quote oh. ha- was that, did you just whimper, has been added on this show before. So that was why is this happening so much? It's happened twice. We've done, what, 100 plus episodes? Uh, Two out of 100 ain't bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I was doing an impromptu whale sound. If anyone, Welcome to all our whale listeners. Yeah, if anyone wants to um, podcast this uh, under the sea, I'm pretty sure that might that help might. some orcas, mate. <laughs> will attract some whales to your whale watching yeah, business. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> I'm glad I, I thought could. it was just your soul crying over the subject matter that the news was taking on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a cultural product. It, it was like a punch to the gut <laughs> that I realised this is the downfall of society. <laughs> Out of like the oh, all the jokes gosh. that I've made in the last hour <laughs> and a half, that's the thing that Vicky's... <laughs> It's just I was not expecting it. And I was mid-sentence and I couldn't... You know when you're, like, driving the car and you try to slam on the brakes but you're in a patch of ice or something? It happens all the time. I couldn't... Not really? in Australia, obviously. No. We, are, we have <laughs> no idea You know when you're driving on some highly polished floorboards? There we go. That's what I uh, can relate to. And you can't stop quickly. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what it was like. That's why... <laughs> I find it, like, I couldn't stop and laugh. I was mid-sentence, and it was sort of like the breath and the, like, noise was already out. So I had to get quarter of the way through my sentence before my thoughts could go to, did you just whimper? Now I just have to work out how to spell that for the show title. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, Maybe um, if if it was a dolphin sound, do you think I can just do a few more of those and sell it? Like, oh, have you heard the... Um, that's the kind of thing that people listen to to go to sleep, you know? <laughs> the relaxation yeah. tape. If I just do a few more. <sighs> <laughs> just do some dolphin sounds and uh, maybe I'll be able to make a couple of bucks out of it. Well, have you guys heard the um, the girl who, who gets broken up with by her boyfriend and the weird cry that she does that sounds like a whale? No. Like, um, he's recording a the Oh, breakup. he left a message on... Uh, she left a message... On his voicemail. Okay. And it's like, I don't want to break up. <laughs> hey, sorry, Mr. Call. Um, I was calling you back to uh, let you know that I, I love you and I miss you. <laughs> it's quite prolonged. I really, I really want you to call me back. 
<laughs> and I'm sorry I missed your phone call and that I I I know you're done. So so when you get this can you call me back? <laughs> I love you and I miss you. <laughs> so it's not even a breakup call, it's like a she wants to undo the breakup. I think so, yeah. I'm not sure. I feel like I don't want to laugh at her pain. Like, it's quite a sad thing to happen. It's Nobody okay, wants will. that to happen. I will laugh at her pain. But I does sound like a fake cry. <sighs> yeah, well, you're right. It's like very uh, whale sound. It is very much whale sound, yeah. Maybe I was just dumped. And... <sighs> He's definitely not going to call her back. And with that... <laughs> I, I can bring the tone. I can save the show. I can bring it down. I okay. Can, do you have a song? I'll look it up while we're talking so I can play it as the bed and you can tell me about yours. But do you ever hear a song um, that when you hear it, you're like, no, not this song. That's going to like ruin the rest of today. Because it just gets stuck in your head? No, because it's like a downer. Oh, I see. Because the song itself is just depressing or you associate it with a depressing incident or something? Well, it could be either. For this one, it's just a sad song. Whenever it comes on the radio, I'm like, oh, great. Now I have to feel sad after I've heard this. <laughs> do, but do you, are you forced to listen to it? Like, is it a song that you like enough that you won't change the channel? Yeah, it's a, quite a nice song, really, and it's very popular at the moment in Australia. Okay. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, no. So like, what song is it? It's called Holes. And, like, one verse is about a guy whose house burns down. And then there's another verse about a woman whose husband walks out on her and her kids. There's no final verse where everything comes together. No, it's just like we've all got holes in our hearts. They build a new house. And we carry on. No, it's completely different. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's just a downer. Like, do you have a song like this where the song starts and you're like, oh, it's really... I was listening to, um, to some Pearl Jam today. Yeah. And what I like to do at the moment is... Um, getting into Spotify. Yeah, loves, I love me a bit of Spotify. Where the coolest thing about it is it's got the most top 10 listened to songs by that artist. Right. And so... That they are listening to or that you should listen to of theirs? Presumably it's of everyone on Spotify that's listened to that, that artist. These okay. are their most played songs. So it's not like this is it's, what Eddie Vedder's into. I would be surprised if he's listened to it like <laughs> 1.5 million times. It's like, no, I just really like this song. <laughs> it just happens to be by me. Um, but it's a possibility. I think it's mostly by the fans. though. So. Yes. So I just start playing the top ten because chances are it's like their top ten best songs. Right, yes. And there's that one that's... Um, where, oh, where has my baby, baby been? Yeah. yeah. That one is quite a depressing song, I it feel. Is. And I, so I... Uh, I had to skip it this morning. Oh, so because it is too much of a downer. Well, like, I wasn't in the mood to be depressed. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Don't bring me down, Bruce. That's yeah. how I feel about this song. It sounds a little upbeat. It's I mean, not, though. Cop these lyrics in your life. I know a woman with kids around her ankles and a baby on her lap. She said one day her husband went to get a paper and the motherfucking never came back. Mortgage to pay him for kids to raise But keeping the wall from the door She said the wall's just a puppy and the door's double locked So why you gotta worry me for? Now he left a hole in my heart A hole in a promise A hole I feel like the tune itself isn't as depressing as the lyrics might make it out to be No, so, but it's quite sad But you could just, like, 
you know, listen to the well, music. If you can tune out the actual uh, yeah. message of the song, you could get away with not being too depressed. No, with it underneath our talking, it's quite upbeat. Yeah. But no, I just hear it and it's like, oh, this like, is not uh, even nearly like my... Now I'm reminded of people dying. Or yeah, something. exactly. Like, it's not like it's triggering any of my own feelings. I'm like, well, I've never been married and had a husband leave me. And it's like, oh. But it does sound like it sucks to be in that position. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, no, I'm like... Day ruined. <laughs> Thanks, other people's Thanks, crap lives. passenger. Because <laughs> that's how self-centred I am. I'm like, oh, can't other people have their problems away from me? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel so much more depressed. Please, guys. <laughs> so what was yours? Oh, that... um. By Pearl Jam or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Last Kiss? Yeah, I think that's the one. I actually really liked this song as a kid. I never really... Like, it took me a long time to come around to it. So you skipped it this morning. How are you feeling? Ben's welling up. <laughs> I feel like I might need to let <laughs> You beat me to it. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? It was almost going to make me uh, express a few dolphin-like sound effects. <laughs> Ben's getting all kinds of feels. We should do the remix where we just replace all the emotional <laughs> verses with exasperated sighs. You should. <laughs> well, you didn't even hear the first verse of that Passenger song. That's about a man whose house burns down. I'll take your word for it that oh, it's depressing. It is. I probably don't really need to... Well, uh... didn't you hear the lyrics on the second verse? It's like... Horrible. <laughs> is this how we're going to end the show? Like, well, everyone, I guess it's time to be depressed now. Well, no, email, Facebook or text in. What song do you find massively brings you down? And when you've been having, you know, when you haven't been having a bad day and then it sort of picks up Mm. or you had a bad yesterday and you're like, well, today's a new day. That's what happened to me. I was like, today's a new day. I'm going to have a good day. And then that song came on the radio and I was like, first thing in the morning, you're like, well, misery exists. Great day ruined. Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, chance and a new day ruined. I'm like, oh, that's right. Misery exists. I felt like a bit like that on my birthday the other day. (laughs) Okay. It's not what I would have suspected, but all right. Well, you know, it's the same kind of thing. You're like, all right, another year. Let's kickstart this, make this an yeah. awesome year. It was just like... Ding dong, the witch is dead, about played. About 7, <laughs> 7.30am, I uh, am on my way to work. The first hill that I drive down is like maybe within a minute from my house. I get a, a speeding fine by a cop. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, oh. happy birthday to me. <laughs> I guess I know what any birthday money I get is going to. It was by an actual to. cop as well. That never happens. Exactly. Like, it's always by speed camera and you get it weeks later and it's like, oh, well, that was on my birthday, but I wasn't aware of it on the day. Well, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. Like, it was a cop car parked on the opposite side of the road at oh, the bottom of the hill. Oh, so and you're it, waiting for it. I was well over the speed limit and it flashed its lights as I drove past, but I haven't got a ticket yet. Oh. So I'm like, maybe he knew it was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could just be giving me a little, uh, like, well... I didn't want to ruin his whole day. That's right. You've got those, like, you've got that birthday smile on. Exactly. So uh, I didn't actually speak to the cop, but I figure, like, it's been about a month now. It's got to come in the mail anytime soon. Well, I thought that had to come within six weeks. Well, I've got about two weeks left then. It's one of those things that you think you're off. You're like, I'm going to get away from this. It's been long enough that I haven't heard anything, and then it rocks up. And I know. Like, that's always the case. Cop. That's a bit of a downer moment to <laughs> wrap it up on. I know. We finished it on... 
on uh, traffic fines and depressing, depressing songs. songs. Maybe you can go back and listen to my whale sides and cheer <laughs> yourself up. I think I will. Okay, well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. This has been episode 52 of Insane Ramblings. It's good to be back. Thanks very much for getting involved. Um, you can get even further involved by coming onto our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insane ramblings. And uh, if you want to subscribe, go to iTunes and just search for Insane Ramblings or if you uh, find insaneramblings.net, there's a big subscribe button right there where you can uh, make sure every new episode is downloaded automatically. So, For sure. Yeah. Or to get involved with speaking to us directly, you can email me, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or ben at insaneramblings.net. Or to mix it up, podcast at insaneramblings.net. Offer your opinions on the sigh. Um, offer your <laughs> opinions on um, depressing things in our culture slash songs that ruin your day. Bummy knockers. <laughs> Bummy knockers to you. <laughs> what else? Like waterfalls. We talked, we covered a lot in the last two hours. So uh, anything that we talked about or want us to talk about, just uh, send us an email. Did you cry to this song? No, to I don't Pearl really. Jam? I don't cry. Really? You didn't cry to Pearl Jam? No. I have to say, one of the most depressing days was when um, I set my iPod to random shuffle for my yeah. alarm. I think I've told you this story. Have you heard this story? Uh, it's not sounding familiar so uh, far. And it went to um, the Verve's... I can't remember the name of the song now. Not Sweet Symphony. Sweet Symphony. No. Um, That's the extent of my Verve knowledge. No. What's the other song by them? Oh, The Drugs Don't Work. Oh, yeah. Do you know that? I know the title. That's a depressing song. And what? that was how you started your day? That was my alarm. I was like, I'm not getting up. It's like, you'll hear the first line, and this is what woke me up in the morning. I was like, well, forget today, everybody. Is this, is this a song about prescribed medication? I'm not sure why. Well, like, if it was an ode to marijuana or something, it's like, like well, why doesn't it work? Yeah. It's more of, like, a cry for help. That's right. Get us better drugs. Right. No, they're getting 50-cent feelings in the video clip. So, so we'll... we'll play you out <laughs> with some verb. Thanks everyone for listening. Imagine this being the first line you hear in the day. All this talk of getting old. Would this get you out of bed? Get me out of bed? <laughs> Listen. Are you getting up after you've heard that? Yeah, it's not motivating. <laughs> it's no eye of the tiger, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> what would you... Did I tell you about my friend's plan to help society? No. She said that she wanted to drive around... She wants to get a convertible car, drive around, find joggers jogging, and blast eye of the tiger for Oh, uh, yeah, we did cover up on this, <laughs> on this on the show. Did we? Yeah. I love it. What's your pump-up song? Um... I don't really work out to music is the thing. No, just in general, like... Like if I need to get energised. Yeah, because you know mine from last episode of the Pop Shows, but do you have one that's like, yes, like I'm inspired to get out of bed? I feel like I don't. Like, I mean, I went to Eye of the Tiger because it's kind of the stereotypical example. Right. Um, (laughs) I was going to wrap up, but if you want to go on this, like, rabbit hole. I do. In high school, or like... We had assemblies every so often where you would have a montage of basically what is the school up to lately. Right. 
and uh, do you remember what songs were like? Give me like top three most often played songs. You can't list any of them? I have no idea. Because the school song? Which is probably not on YouTube. No. <laughs> they didn't they did not play the school song over their uh, montages. It was there was two that were featured prominently. Like at the moment, featured prominently in montages is Katy Perry's Firework. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's frequently montaged at the moment. But back in the day, I couldn't tell you. Well, it seems like it was a weird selection. It feels like these are the only two songs that they got the rights to at <laughs> Eltham College or something, which I know isn't the case because they could just, just pick whatever they want. They're not, like, you know, selling these videos of no, people on, just being played on assembly. high school camp or something. <laughs> But it was like... Oh, wait, Amazing? Was one of them Amazing? Alex Lloyd? Yeah. Is that one That's, of them? It sounds like the kind of thing that would have been played, but I, uh, I wasn't that. thinking of that. I remember that was played for like one of our hikes or something. Yeah, right. And I've always quite liked that song, and that's possibly why. Okay. Well, uh, the two that I was thinking of, Eye of the Tiger is one of them. That, really? That, uh, that okay. got like heavy rotation. Didn't realise. Because um, I guess they're like... Well, I need a song for a montage. Let's think of a famous montage. I know, Rocky. <laughs> Rocky. They use I Have Was the other song Montage? From, from, <laughs> from American, uh, what's it called? Uh, t- um, Team, Team America. America. Uh, no, I think that might have been a bit uh, R-rated for, <laughs> for some of the uh, school kids. Um, I'm better off dead. It was Holy Grail by Hunters oh, and Collectors. Oh, yeah, so it was. Yeah. And we were following Channel 10's AFL example. Is, is that what it is? Because like yeah. I was never really into that song, but like they would play it all the freaking time. <laughs> I was just like, it's one of those things where we'll play it till you'll like it. <laughs> so every so Isn't often, that like, like every commercial radio station in Australia uh, at the moment. Well, I was talking to um, a friend who works in advertising. Yeah. And he was kind of explaining to me how the psychology of songs works exactly a little right. bit where you so hear... the psychology of any stimuli is you like a familiar stimuli over unfamiliar stimuli yeah so simple presentation of something over and over makes you more favourable to it and so I guess the uh, the idea of like what an ugly man you know any top <laughs> 40 songs is you basically play one little section over and over again and so the first time you're listening to the radio you might just be tuning channels and you hear, you hear that like bit. A little section, yeah. And then next time you hear it, you stop on the channel because it sounds familiar. And you're like, oh yeah, this song, yeah. Yeah. And so even if you don't really know it, uh, you kind of, I guess, get Feel tricked that you do, that yeah. you know it. So uh, for whatever reason, Eltham College was obsessed with the Holy, Holy Grail. Holy Grail song. And it's like, if it must be like a lo- an old song. Like, 80s, I'd say? It sounds very 80s, yeah. But, uh, like, I don't know why they made me suffer through it so often, but <laughs> it was forced upon me at several assemblies. Well, Matt, so this is what now, it does it work now? Does it, it G well, you up? It's, no, I'd never choose to put this on. Oh. But <laughs> it's just what popped into my mind when... <laughs> it's like, been another inspirational yeah, cause song. Yeah, because I have the Tiger, you're asking me for pump-up songs. I, I was thinking of is, your own, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't really have one. Like, if I think of a good one, I'll... Maybe let you know next podcast right. or something. But oh, I suppose we'll I'll play us out with yeah, the Holy Grail. They're just inextricably linked in my mind for whatever reason. <laughs> Away, Seaboat? Away, Seaboat.
what are your plans for tonight? Seeing Wolverine. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. What are you doing tonight? Um, nothing. I was meant to be having a friend come over, but she just bailed. Playing Zelda instead? Yeah, I think so. I was like, is it yeah. lame to spend a night in playing video games? <laughs> I don't think I've no. done it in years. Well, about time. So it's not lame? No. You don't reckon? Didn't I tell you about like this like penny arcade thing from years ago where he like walks past people's house and yeah, it's like oh I wonder what cool things they're doing. Yeah, like no one's doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of people like going out clubbing and stuff. I don't know. What do you prefer, going to club or playing video game? Probably playing video games. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think I need to start like going for my own preferences. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm quite tired and I don't feel well, so I'd rather stay in actually. Yeah, exactly. But I feel lame, like I should do something with my day. Like, isn't it a waste of a day to play video games all day? Not if you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I guess I forget what life is for. I'm like, I can't possibly enjoy it. It has to look like I'm doing something to everybody else. People always have small talk at work. And they're like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, you know, just had a quiet one. Now I've done like 16 episodes of this TV show. And I'm like, that seems like a waste of a day to me. But <laughs> if, I, if I told them that I was playing games for like, you know, three hours, they'd be like, oh, that's a waste of the day to you. Like, yeah, you know, in- well, have fun. See, I feel like I've ruined the whole day because you're at least going out and seeing someone. Is it just yeah, you and Julian just- or going as well? Yeah, just me and Julian. I, oh, nice. uh, I've kind of given up on inviting Oh, really? He he doesn't go either? Well, he usually just makes an excuse and I figure, like, it's going to be annoying for him to try and come up with these excuses after a while. <laughs> so I'm like, well, let's just... Like, I'll ask him if it's something that I really think he might be interested in. Um, yeah. But even then, he usually turns me down. That's so funny. I don't like to try and make him have to come up with more and more excuses. It's like one of those things where he's always like, oh, I'm having a quiet night in, or I'm having, like, to save money. I'm like, well, there's Or, only... like, you know, the army's blocked my house off. <laughs> yeah. They get, like, there's only so many... So many excuses. Lame excuses you can come up with. Did you play any years, Zelda? No, I didn't get a chance. I went to the gym instead like an idiot. Uh, I know. Yeah, because I was originally not doing anything, and then Amelia was like, let's have dinner. So I was like, oh, uh, I'm not going to get any good Zelda in beforehand. May as well just go to the gym. It's hard to explain. Like, I could catch up, or I could save a princess here. Well, it is so. You can't really turn people down for video games. They don't take it well. It's tough. It's tough. Because you can get away with, like, no, nah, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Very but like, then I'm nah. like... Like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, playing a video game? Like, that doesn't sound very busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Never> <laughs> anyway, mind. it's more exciting than you. See ya. But also, like, you feel like an idiot in yourself for doing that. You're like, what kind of person am I? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't uh, do it, but... Uh, like, no one wants to be that guy who yeah. rather, like, spend the night at home with a video game than friends. Yeah, like, I'll probably become more of a well-rounded person by spending time with real people. Yeah, exactly. The virtual ones are so entertaining. Because I originally turned her down, and then a few, like, minutes later, texted back and said, actually, we should. Yeah, right. Yeah, Um, I know. Awkward times. Well, I think this conversation is done. (laughs) I'm going to go to bed. Catch ya. Bye. Bye. Insane ramblings.